Hello, this is the Fellowcast. If you don't know that yet, you are listening to the Fellowcast, and this is another episode of Ask the Pastors. And today's question is: Is the doctrine of once saved, always saved, a valid doctrine? Now, this question excites me quite a bit because. I've been part of this discussion a few times. I've been on both sides of the the argument. And I believe that through studying the word and, and just uh, looking for an answer that is biblically correct, uh, I believe that, that scripture has given a clear uh, side to this argument. So first of all, like I said, there are two sides to this question. The first is, you know, the, the side that believes you can lose your salvation. And the other side is that no, it is it is eternally secure. So, uh, and both both of these uh, um, camps have a very uh, valid and and great verses and, and scriptures to back up their arguments, which is which makes it a difficult question to answer in many ways. So this question is whether the doctrine of once saved always saved is a valid one, is asked quite cleverly because it doesn't use the word uh, can you lose your salvation, which is basically what it is asking you know and uh, because if i'm once saved always saved, i can't lose salvation but just to just to kind of clarify the semantics for a moment is that the the in the in the pure sense of the word can i lose my salvation the answer would be no uh, you can't lose your salvation because salvation isn't like a set of keys or your cell phone that you misplace or by accident you lose it. You you can't lose in in that sense, and I and I'll explain that in a, in a, in greater detail as this goes on. Uh, but the other side of it is, uh, can I give up my salvation? Uh, can I abandon my faith? Can I reject Christ? The answer is yes. So that's the short kind of summary of of what we'll be discussing. But in the spirit of, of fairness and, and being reasonable, let's give both sides of the argument some airtime so so that we can have uh, uh, grounds to, to make a decision upon. And I believe Scripture makes the decision for us, but we'll draw a conclusion as we get to the end. So the, the one side of the argument uh, which believes in once saved, always saved, will take Scriptures uh, th- that b- back this doctrine up, such as Romans 8 verse 38 that says... Yeah, for I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things uh, to come, or nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So they will use a scripture like that to say, you know, well, if I'm saved and then the Bible says nothing can separate me from that love, then I obviously can't lose my salvation, which is true. Again, remember we're using the the pure uh, the purity of the word lose. It can't be lost. God is stronger than whatever wants to try and pull by some other force away us away from salvation. That won't that won't happen. Uh, Ephesians four verse twenty verse thirty says, "And do not grieve the Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption." Um, they will use that scripture to say, you know, if you are sealed by the Spirit, no, nothing can unseal you. So, so you'll be able, nothing will be able to steal your salvation away. Jude one twenty four says, now in Him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to pre- present you blameless before the presence of His glory with great joy. Again, another scripture that is used in in support of the doctrine of once saved, always saved. To say that God, if God is able to keep you, and and the word that that is key there is He is able, He is able to keep you, uh, and and I'll I'll just point back to that in a, in a moment. But 
he God is able, but that doesn't change the fact that I have a free will to step out of my security. Um, so, so as you see, there are many scriptures that that verify or support the doctrine of one saved, always saved. Just the last one that I need to mention is is in John chapter ten, from verse twenty-seven, and it, it's a very well-known scripture. It says, "My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish ever. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My my Father has given them to me." is uh, is greater than all no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand the father and i are one so clearly it states there that that it is eternal life so it's not temporary it's not momentary it's not conditional it's eternal which is a which is a very comforting scripture in terms of once have always saved um, but let's jump to the other side at this point of the of the argument to to the side that says well you can actually uh, forfeit your salvation again i'm being very specific with the words that i use because i don't believe you can lose your salvation in, in the pure sense of the word lose but on the other camp that's uh, on the other side i do believe that you can forfeit your salvation you can abandon your faith you can reject christ because free will is the key here free will is actually the key in this discussion or in this uh, kind of reasoning because if you don't believe that you have free will then once saved always saved will sound about right but if you have free will then of course you can choose uh, just as uh, in the garden in the beginning there was a choice that adam and eve could make they, it wasn't forced upon them it w they were presented with choice and we can still make that choice so jumping from john chapter 10 to the same gospel of john in john chapter 15 it actually says in verse 6 it says this remember this is the same gospel the same jesus speaking it says if anyone does not remain in me he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burnt so that is a very sobering scripture talking about the other side of of this of this the other camp as i mentioned before the other side of this doctrine that that does not believe that you once saved always saved so it's it, jesus clearly says that, that we need to abide we need to stay grafted into him because otherwise we will be cut off matthew 24 um, verse verse 13 says but the one who perseveres to the end will be saved which says clearly that there's a perseverance there's an endurance involved with our salvation it's not a once-off occurrence and then it's all set you need to continue to believe in that which you've believed in in the blood of jesus christ that is your salvation that that paid for your salvation revelation 3 verse 5 is another i would say uh, more uh, uh, terrifying verse to read when it says like them the one who is victorious or the one who overcomes will be dressed in white and i will never blot out his name from the book of life but i will confess his name before my father and his angels and now a lot of people argue for that but it says that he will never blot out your name yes he, it says he will never but which means he can he, he says that he won't blot out your name if you if you are victorious if you overcome he, your name will not be blotted out from the book of life 1 timothy 4 4 verse 1 remember this is the other side of the argument now says now the spirit expressly states and remember the spirit of god is god and god never lies so if the spirit expressly states that in later times some will abandon the faith to follow deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons 
terrifying or, or scary in many ways to read those kinds of scriptures and, and realize that, okay, so it is actually possible to to abandon the faith or or to to kind of go in a different direction than what I've been going. Now again, this doesn't happen by accident or like you lose something in 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 the spur of the moment. It's really a, a conscious choice or decision made against Christ. Uh, in denying your faith this is this needs to be very clear if you listen to this hebrews chapter 6 uh, verse 4 to 6 says for it is impossible to renew to repentance those who were once enlightened who tasted the heavenly gift became companions with the holy spirit tasted god's good and good word and the powers of the coming age and who have fallen away because to their own arm they are re-crucifying the son of god holding him up to contempt. So clearly speaking there about a falling away, um, once you've already tasted the, the God's good word and the powers of the coming age, which means it is possible to fall away from, from that. So I, at this point, I just want to encourage you to, when you read scripture, don't read to find what, what you want to hear. Read to hear what the scripture says. Because the Bible is clear on these things, and and as you've as you've listened, you would have heard both sides of the argument, and both giving great scripture, great verses to back up the doctrine of whichever side you believe that you can lose it or you or you can't give it up. Um, but but these are con- conclusive, comprehensive scriptures that that give us the answer to this question. I mean, in the New Testament, there's about eighty passages that that warn us to not to not give up our faith or lose our faith. Um, in this journey of, of of walking as a Christian, I mean, even Paul says uh, in in Second Timothy four verse seven, he says, "I have I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith." This is at the end of his life where he says, "For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand." And then, then he makes this key statement that I have fought. And I have finished the race and I have kept the faith, which means there is a keeping of your faith. There is an, an holding on and an enduring in, in just in this what, what has started. Remember, it's not just uh, something that you start, it's something that you have to continue in. So, so again, people may choose both si- either of these sides to, to state their, their, uh, their argument. But the defining factor will always be our choice of free will. So, so we don't we don't lose our salvation. I don't believe we can lose our salvation, like I said in the pure sense of the word. But we can we rather we can abandon or reject our faith in Jesus, because he won't he won't force us into heaven. I mean, he's not going to force us in any direction. We need to choose him. That's the key. A free will is is the key. And this teaching isn't for one moment representative of a teaching of works or performance based. Uh, Christianity, it it still relies on on the grace of God. Remember, because it's by grace through faith that we are saved. It is a gift, and that's why God is able to keep us because it is His gift, uh, and He will keep us as long as we remain, as long as we abide, as long as we keep the faith, as long as we endure in the things uh, um, that that we are, we believe in, in in who we believe in. But we can divert from the faith will, willfully, just as as we've read in in one Timothy four, that there will be those who will divert from the faith because it is possible because they have free choice and free will in this life. Um, so we must bring we must bring both sides in into balance, you know, into kind of this tension that we find ourselves with. Because scripture scripture 
um, substantiates both sides first of all it is a gift uh, it is grace it is the grace of god and if and if it is eternal no it, it it won't be lost just for no reason but we also need to bring into tension the other side which we choose that gift we choose to receive it or we choose to reject it at any moment and and i do believe that we have to conclude that you can't lose your salvation in in the pure sense of the word lose but you can abandon or reject Jesus, th- thus giving up willfully the gift of, of eternal life. So, to in, in ending off, is the doctrine of one saved, always saved, a valid doctrine? Well, if you bring both sides, like we've done, into, into context, the answer is no. You can't lose salvation, but you can forfeit or reject or abandon your faith. Well, there you have it. Another episode of Ask the Pastors wrapped up. If you have any other questions, we will continue down this road of asking questions and answering them. Please uh, fill out a little slip, put it into the box in the foyer, or just send an email through to Valdo at the Fellowship with your question, and we'll try our best to answer it in a timely manner. Until next time.